Hello, I'm James Rickley, and you're about to listen to another episode of my LinkedIn Live show, Lunchtime Live, that I've been recording for the last little while. I'm joined again by a guest that I've had on previously, Daniel Gold uh, from Long Property, the mortgage broking business, the podcast, the book is in a few different places. Uh, Dan joins me to just talk about the current state of the lending market, what's going on with the banks, how they're faring, and how their lending policies may have changed. Uh, in light of the uh, coronavirus epidemic that we're all dealing with at the moment. Uh, I hope you enjoy this chat. As I said, uh, I've been, oh, Dan, this is the second time Daniel's joined me. You can find uh, the other podcast earlier on in my recordings. I uh, hope you enjoy this one and catch you on the live show. Thanks. Bye. On my LinkedIn, we're on, we're live, back for another 12.30, just a couple of minutes after uh, thank you for everyone that's been watching so far and anyone that might watch today or catch this on the replay. Um, I'm lucky enough to be joined by Dan Gold or Daniel Gold today. Uh, you, If anyone that's seen any of my lives in the past, Dan was my very first guest way back when I, when I first started doing this. He came into the office. Was that the mishap or was that the actual recording? Uh, no, so we did the mishap. We did the mishap and then we did a take two the week after or the week after yeah. that. Um, but regardless, the, 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 the first one, um, maybe let's start with, as, as I've been starting a lot of these conversations, where are you? you are you work from home? Are you in an office? What, what's your situation at the moment? Yeah, so I'm, I'm still working from our office in, in Turak Village, but uh, all of our staff are working from home. Yep. And um, I mean, this is effectively akin to working from home in the sense that it's a pretty small office it's not highly foot traffic. There aren't many people in here aside from like one or two other uh, colleagues from different businesses. So um, yeah. yeah, pretty safe in here, but yeah. uh, pretty pretty lonely. You know, it's just, uh, what's, just a the, what's the street like? So you're on just off Turak Turak Road there. What what's the little the little strip of shops like? How's that going? It's it's very quiet. Um, I actually just read a, an article in the AFR this morning saying that I think 100 of the 540 test positive cases in Victoria are in Turak. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, we're, we're obviously a high-risk kind of suburb for whatever reason. Maybe it's mm. like a slightly older kind of average age group or whatever. But um, no, the, you know, every, everything's shut aside from the supermarket, which is pretty busy. Yep. And how are you, how are you managing your your days? Like, are you have you just had lunch? Are you like, were you just powering through? What what's your days been like? I thought we were going to talk hardcore uh, property and finance, James. We oh, just we'll, we'll get to that. We're just warming up. <laughs> um, just warming up. So, look, we have been inundated with um, with inquiry, as I'm sure you guys have it as well. Mm. So, our days are like you know you get in. You, you you make a hundred phone calls and then you look at your clock and it's it's six o'clock like it's that kind of environment yeah so um yeah i mean obviously a, a few workarounds with kids and family and and um you know just various other things but um yeah you know we're, we're grazing on some some homemade food uh during the day and and, and really just kind of staying sheltered yep it's a is your is your wife at home? Is she yeah. She... So 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 my wife Elise is doing a little bit from home, but we've actually yeah. got an empty office here as well. So when when the nanny's around, then Elise can kind of escape and, and get some work oh. done. Okay. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out exactly like where the nannies fall into 
essential services or not. Or, I don't know, yeah. but we're distraught without our nanny. So we're just hoping that she can continue working if at all possible. Yeah. You, you, wonder, you wonder what, what happens when, if we eventually get to that kind of full lockdown, does... If the if the nanny's with you when that gets announced, is like are, are they stuck with you or 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 not? We'll have to. We're all we're all just kind of learning day to day, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny times. So have you have you managed a bit of a routine? Like, what's the? Um, yeah, no, no, no. Routine routine is generally for us. Um, you know, with the similar, but I mean, we're we're just. I mean, I'm I'm a cafe guy. I'm often just you know two coffees a day and lunch out and that kind of thing. So that's the the, the I guess the new world that we're getting used to. Um, I do all of my m- meetings um, in the office, but you know, obviously, no clients coming in here anymore. So we're doing a lot of meetings via like this via video conference, um, plenty of phone calls, that type of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, my routine is pretty much just you know. Work, work, work. I'm I'm home between six to nine p.m. to do all the kid stuff with baths yeah. and showers and and food and putting to sleep, and then often I'll I'll, I'll log back in at, at nine to try and catch up on some admin before yeah. coming home at eleven. Yeah. Okay. Um, we, I, I just we'll kind of jump into what you're doing work wise, and you said like it's 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 quite busy. I'm I'm keen to kind of understand what what's going on at the moment um but you know for anyone watching if you've got any questions or anything leave them in the comments i'm sure dan will happy to spend a couple of minutes at the end answering those but what so what what's happening at the moment obviously interest rates have been cut a couple of times now the banks are passing that on um what what type of work are you doing now what are people uh, doing yeah so um a couple of things. So a lot of our clients who have purchased properties recently are looking to bring those purchases forward, okay. really just because of all the uncertainty and they don't know what's you know necessarily going to be happening happening in the in the banking world in say two or three months from now. So settlements that were scheduled for sixty or ninety days are now bringing uh, are now coming forward to you know twenty thirty days, mm-hmm. and that's obviously creating some pretty significant bottlenecks in the. Uh, at at the banks themselves, yeah, yeah, right, because they're just having to assess a whole bunch of um, more uh, new applications more quickly, and uh, you know, in addition to that, they themselves are, are managing now remote workforces, you know, which, which has an impact on efficiency. So there's no question that the banks are moving significantly slower now than they have been in in recent times. Mm-hmm. Uh, to put that into perspective, there are some banks that can't assess an application within a month. Right. Which is extreme, right? Yeah, um, is. So, so that's one thing. The second thing is that there are a lot of people that are looking to refinance at the moment because of the interest rate cuts that you were talking about. Um, you know, whenever there's an interest rate cut, different banks make different announcements and there always becomes a, a bit more of a spread in the marketplace between... Um, competitive offers and also just the, the the delta between a client's existing deal and rates versus, you know, what else is available out there. So um, you've got that combined with the fact that a lot of people, you know, might have income security at the moment, but there's also this fear of the unknown. Yeah, that's a big one. Nine months, you know, what does their employment and income situations look like? So to the extent that they can refinance maybe get a better deal, uh, potentially release equity. If there's some equity available in their home, they're popular requests. And it's really just kind of protecting them in case um, disaster strikes and 
um, they're unable to tap the banks later hmm. for money. Are you seeing, are the, are the banks, do the banks seem to be any hesit, hesitant at the moment around like the reliability of income? Like if I was to go for a home loan today, are they, are they stress testing that at all any more than they would have otherwise? Not, not, not for the top financial planner in, in Melbourne, James. You'd be fine. <laughs> oh, maybe not me, but maybe someone <laughs> else might be watching. Um, We're all in this yeah, together. So, so definitely. I'll give you a couple of good examples. So, and, and it makes complete sense, right? Like mm. if you're a bank and you get approached by somebody who, um, you know, is in tourism, hospitality, aviation, retail, would you lend them money? Mm. Yeah. It's tough, right? So, sorry? I said it's a big question mark, isn't it, over, yeah. over yeah. those kind of industries? No doubt. So. We've already started seeing some banks make announcements that they're changing policies temporarily to the extent that they're not going to lend to uh, certain borrowers in those sectors, okay. which is very concerning. Yeah. In addition to that, um, we have actually seen uh, like one application withdrawn, for, like the bank declined the deal for yeah. that reason, which mm -hmm. was which is which is tough. Um, and then we're also, um, you know, obviously seeing uh, some rate movement. So whilst the RBA have decreased their interest rates and you would have seen a lot of the major banks at the beginning of March pass that on, when they did the emergency cut last Thursday, only ANZ passed that on, no other oh, bank. Really? Okay. Yeah, but, but some of the smaller, sorry, some of the smaller non-banks have actually um, increased their interest rates. Oh, did they? Because they're worried about, um, you know, funding costs uh, as a result of the capital markets overseas potentially seizing, and they're, you know, they're more reliant on these, these overseas capital markets for funding in comparison to the large authorised deposit taking institution, i.e., the big bank in Australia that's got deposit funding as well. Yeah. So any bank that doesn't have that diversified funding mix, I think, is under a bit of margin pressure at the moment, and we could see a bit of a spike in in rates there. Yeah. Yeah, so no wonder you're, you're so busy at the moment. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's in addition to that, all clients just want to know, how does this impact me? And there are a lot of clients that are approaching us now around, you know, hey, I own this investment property. My tenant has just approached the managing agent saying that they can't pay the rent because, you know, they've just gone to work without pay or, or sorry, leave without pay or, or reduced hours or whatever. So there's this follow-up system which starts maybe at the tenant level and then gets to the landlord and then gets to the bank. So there are a lot of uh, queries to the bank around, um, you know, freezing mortgage repayments for six months and, and those types of things that we're dealing with as well. But, yeah, no doubt everyone in the industry is just under the pump, lots of inquiries, and it's just unprecedented what, what's happening. And those, those, those freezing of repayments that you just mentioned there, like what... What what's happening there? Are some of the banks doing it? Some aren't. Like, can you can you? Most most account? banks are. Yeah. Are you still there, James? You just froze. Yeah. Oh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello. I'm here. <laughs> here? All right, cool, cool. Te technical glitch number two yeah. for Dan. Yeah, that's it. Yesterday, well, yesterday I did one and it dropped out altogether. But at least this okay. one didn't drop out altogether. <laughs> All good. So yeah, the, the short answer is mo most banks are. Yeah. But there is a terrible. Um, misunderstanding i think at the client level as to as to what these 
mortgage holidays actually mean. I think a lot of people are like, oh, the banks are allowing us to stop paying our mortgage for the next six months. Great. How do I get on this gravy train? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but the reality is that whilst the banks have been very good, they're making it very easy for, for borrowers to kind of switch to these new arrangements, be it a complete holiday or, or a switch from principal and interest to interest only. Um, interest is still accruing okay. over the six-month period, and, and, and that is information that all borrowers need to be aware of. Therefore, after the six months, you're now condensing, you know, the total commitment to the bank over a shorter period of time and people's repayments then are going to increase slightly mm. to absorb yeah. that yep so they're bigger out the other side yeah that's yeah that, that's good thanks thanks for sharing i actually had a, a client inquiring earlier this morning about how that worked and and i didn't know so i'm uh, you didn't refer them to me either James. <laughs> they already had the mortgage in the first place right yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, I got okay. Good. And 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 the um the equity release and that, that that's something else that you know I'm seeing just people I talk to are, are, are kind of um uh are interested in certainly at the moment, you know, a lot of my younger clients are saying, look, we've got enough time ahead of us. You know, we economy's going through a bit of a rough patch at the moment, but there's the they're looking forward enough to say that this will pass eventually and kind of looking at ways that they might be able to capitalise on potentially lower property prices, certainly lower share market prices that we're seeing today, how they can do that. And this yep. equity release is, is, is one way. Um, to, how, how's that going? Are, are, the, are the banks any more difficult with, at the moment doing that than what they were before? Um, most banks are still fine there, no change. Yep. But I think it really comes down to the nuances of the individual borrower's application. I'll give you an example. So we already spoke about the different sectors that they're starting to, um, you know, consider in in closer detail, right? Mm -hmm. So there are obviously a few high-risk sectors which are going to find it very difficult to obtain finance soon. The second key point is the composition of people's income. So in our business, um, we, as you know, James, we deal with a lot of people in uh, the financial services industry, a lot of bankers, um, private equity, funds management, investment banking, that type of thing. A very large portion of those clients' remuneration is bonus-based, Yeah. right? Client earns $200,000 a year base and $160,000 a year bonus. Is that client going to receive the bonus this year? Mm. Don't know. Maybe not. Maybe less. If the business is earning less, if their you know underlying investments or portfolio companies are earning less, there's a very very high probability that that discretionary bonus is not paid. So, if you consider that in the context of a bank's lending policy, you know often they're going to look at the last two years of bonus history, and some banks even just look at the most recent year. So if it takes it into that next um, you know payment cycle and uh, the client's looking to borrow money in Mar uh, let's say in um, May, but in um, you know April they got a nil bonus for the first time in 10 years, that could really deteriorate the strength of their application, particularly in the example I gave where it makes up such a big part of their overall earnings. Mm. So big message to anybody that, that, and it's not just bankers, heaps of people earn bonus income in corporate, 
mm-hmm. right? So uh, just be careful of that because I think that could deteriorate people's borrowing capacities um, if 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 they get caught out. Yep. Okay. Good. All right. Well, I, won't, I won't, don't want to keep you too long. I know you're, you're well and truly under the pump at the moment. We had a quick catch up earlier the, the, this morning before before we went live today anyway. Um, so thank you for joining me. Uh, maybe we'll just finish. There's a, there's a few people have just put in the comments where they're, where they're calling in from. So Chris is watching from Sydney. Uh, Graham from the Philippines again. He's been tuning in every day. Thanks, Graham, for, for watching. Danielle in Wollongong. Um, yeah, so there's that three people have left some comments. There's been 11 or 12 people watching the whole way through. Uh, if anyone's catching it on the replay, leave a comment below. If you've got any questions for Dan, I'm sure when he's got a moment, he might be able to come back to you and, and, and answer your questions or, or help you with your borrowing needs. Um, Dan, maybe last thing, where can people find you? Obviously here on LinkedIn where we're, we're chatting now, but other places where people can find you or your podcast or anything like that. You want to give it a bit of a plug? <laughs> We're anywhere, just, you know, uh, Long Property is the name. But uh, I must say, James, you'd have to be up there with the top, if not the top, LinkedIn hosts globally. I'm very impressed. <laughs> don't, don't know about that, but uh, I'm just trying to... Are uh, there any other LinkedIn hosts? What's your... What, 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 host, well, what, what's your we'll, we'll tune, like? in on, tune in on Monday at 12.30. <laughs> no, I've, I've got... Um, Someone joining me on Monday, uh, Mitch Goldberg, he's a financial advisor that's in America. He lives in in, in New York State, uh, who's been doing 4.30 his time, which is, I think it's like 8.30 in the morning here, right? 7.30 in the morning here. He's been doing live kind of wrap-ups of the mar- stock market and how you can, how you can you know, manage through and all, all these kind of things. They go for about half an hour. He, he's been really, really good at doing it. Uh, he's joining me. At twelve thirty our time Monday, which is nine thirty Sunday night his time, uh, he, he's going to be going to be joining me on Monday. That's, so that's, he's that's doing a tremendous job of it too. Um, I just have to say one last thing. Well, two things actually. One is to anyone that's listening, those twelve people out there, um, stay well, stay healthy, and, and look after yourselves and your family. Second thing, James, you know the best part about this uh, LinkedIn Live. The Lego guy building the Lego one. Yes, yes. The, the background, the background. Hey, Tommy. And all the, and all the rustling. He's he's got a. It was his birthday during the week, and he got a couple of uh, Harry Potter hey. Legos. So he's had. He's got a, the purple bus that he was building, but then our, night he, bus. the night bus. He's calling out the night the night bus. Um, but then our youngest our younger son pulled it apart last night. And at the moment, he's building a Quidditch pitch over here made of Lego. Amazing. So. Amazing. He's doing a good job. I'll leave you to it, guys. Thanks right. so much. For Thanks, Dan. Thanks for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, uh, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you might be listening to this from. Uh, and even better still, tell a friend, spread the word. Uh, we're really only new to this. Uh, any support would be greatly appreciated. Thank you.